Greetings. Welcome back to a new episode of From the Earth with Noah Moreno. On this episode, I will be talking about a couple of psychedelic cactuses named San Pedro and Peyote. For this episode, I wanted to learn about San Pedro and Peyote because I thought San Pedro and Peyote would make an interesting episode. Both of these cacti have a rich history. San Pedro use dates back to 4,000 years ago in Peru. Peyote has been used by indigenous cultures in northern Mexico and southwestern United States for over a thousand years. Both San Pedro and Peyote contained, and pardon me if I butcher this because this is kind of hard to pronounce. Here I go. Three, four, five, trimethoxyphenthalamine which is also known as mescaline. Mescaline is a chemical compound that works similarly to LSD, but more gentle. In fact, the San Pedro cactus is considered like a gentle grandfather when consumed because of how calming the psychedelic experience is. With that being said, let's get into this episode of From the Earth and learn more about these marvelous cactuses. Let's dive deep into what is San Pedro and peyote, their physical traits, and where they are found around the world. San Pedro is a columnar mescaline-containing cactus. For those interested, a columnar cacti is an upright, cylinder-shaped cacti which may or may not have branches. The San Pedro cactus is found within the mountainous regions of the Andes in Peru, Colombia, Ecuador, Bolivia, Argentina, and Chile. San Pedro is also known as torch cactus or Huachuma, and lastly, St. Peter. Peyote is a button-shaped cactus. The width of the cacti is three inches wide. The length of the cacti is two inches tall. The body of the peyote cactus is spineless soft and in most cases blue-green to gray to green in color. In the center of this budding cactus, flowers can be seen present. These flowers range from pink to fuchsia. These flowers bloom between March and May. Peyote is found in limestone soils of the Chihuahuan Desert of southern Texas and northern Mexico. Peyote is also found in the Sierra Madre Occidental and in the states of Nayarit, Coalia, Nuevo León, Tamaulipas, and San Luis Potosi. The name peyote is a Spanish-derived word from the Nahuatl Payotl. This means caterpillar cocoon. Peyote is also known as buttons, mask, or simply peyote. Let's jump into the cultural and religious significance of both San Pedro and peyote. I want to talk about the historical and cultural significance of San Pedro and peyote in various indigenous cultures. Let's begin by going into with uh, San Pedro. The San Pedro cactus has been used in Peru for over 4,000 years. Archaeological and artwork show evidence of San Pedro use in the Cordillera Blanca mountain range in Peru. The Cordillera Blanca mountain range was once home to an ancient civilization known as the Chavin. The Chavin used San Pedro within their culture for healing, religious divination, 
and spiritual awakenings. Peyote, on the other hand, has been used by Native Americans for at least 4,000 years. Over 40 tribes in North America and Western Canada use peyote as a sacrament within religious ceremonies. In the late 1800s, the Native American church, also known as NAC, was formed. A key component of the NAC is the consumption of peyote during an all-night ceremony. The use of peyote within the setting of a religious ceremony is for purposes such as healing and religious purposes. Before we get into the effects of San Pedro and peyote on the human body and mind, here's a trailer for an upcoming podcast. Lights, camera, watch us. Get ready for the podcast that's brewing up a storm in the world of cinema. Introducing the Green Tea and Silver Screen Podcast. I'm Christian, the host of this deliciously entertaining podcast. Each episode, I am joined by a different buddy of mine, and we sit down with a cup of matcha to review and discuss the latest movie releases or classic films. We're not pretentious film critics trying to impress you with their fancy words. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? We've got trivia games, funny debates. My favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard, which is technically a Christmas movie. One of those and lively discussions that are sure to keep you entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? So if you're looking for a fun and engaging podcast, check out the Green Tea and Silver Screen Podcast, the podcast that's spilling the tea on your favorite movies. Available now on all major podcast platforms. What a fantastic trailer. Let's jump into the effects of San Pedro and Peyote on the human body and mind. Let's begin with San Pedro. San Pedro contains the chemical compound known as mescaline. Mescaline stimulates the brain's dopamine and serotonin receptors. San Pedro offers a psychedelic experience similar to LSD with a greater effect on the body and mind along with the lengthy duration. The effects of San Pedro can last up to 18 hours. Users of San Pedro report a deep, dreamlike psychedelic effect with visual hallucinations, synthesasia, in other words, multiple senses combined together, and hearing and sound slash scale distortions. Body effects after consuming San Pedro can include the following, moderate to severe vomiting, headaches, dizziness, anxiety, increased heartbeat, diarrhea, increased blood pressure, reduced appetite, and increased body temperature and sweating. The mental effects after consuming San Pedro include the following. Euphoria, perceptual distortions such as bright lights or geometric patterns, space and time distortion, and difficulty concentrating, thinking, and maintaining attention. Let's go ahead and dive into peyote. Peyote is a mescaline-containing cacti similar to San Pedro. Peyote mirrors the same effects on the body and mind just like San Pedro. The physical side effects of peyote on the body after it has been eaten include the following symptoms. Numbness and tension, nausea, elevated body pressure, chills and sweating or shivering. Mental side effects after eating peyote include the following. Vivid hallucinations, synthesasia, altered perceptions of space and time, and feelings of profound joy or extreme terror and have dramatic emotional experiences. For this section of the podcast, 
I want to explain the spiritual and therapeutic benefits of using San Pedro and peyote. But I gotta give a little disclaimer. And that's because I haven't found any sources that tell me about the spiritual benefits of peyote. I do not know why. Who knows? But since San Pedro and peyote tend to mirror each other, they're more or less likely to be similar. Um, for example, if San Pedro has uh, any spiritual benefits, then most likely peyote will. So with that in mind, I'll go ahead and explain the spiritual benefits of San Pedro. According to Leslie Myberg, who has led San Pedro ceremonies for over 20 years, states the following. It is a master teacher. It helps us to heal to grow, to learn and awaken and assist us in reaching higher states of consciousness. We use it to reconnect to the earth and to realize that there is no separation between you, me, the earth and the sky. We are all one. Each person's experience will be unique as we all are unique. And drinking San Pedro is therefore a personal journey of discovery of the self and the universe. So with that in mind, I want to go ahead and jump into the therapeutic benefits of peyote. So peyote has been recommended by mental health professionals as a treatment of nervous exhaustion. Peyote also improves the symptoms of anxiety, headache, fatigue, and depressed mood. Peyote is known for fostering compassion and gratitude and alleviating psychological disorders such as anxiety, depression, PTSD, and addiction. Peyote works brilliantly to ease symptoms like nervousness, exhaustion, headache, and depression, which were all related to uh, nervous exhaustion. So for this section, I wanted to go and talk about controversies and legal status uh, regarding San Pedro and peyote. To begin this section, I want to start off with San Pedro. Mescaline is illegal in the United States because it is a controlled substance. However, with San Pedro, there is a loophole. Although mescaline within the San Pedro cactus is illegal, the growing of San Pedro for ornamental purposes is not illegal. As long as the San Pedro cactus is not prepared for consumption, or if there's an intent to sell the cactus, it is perfectly fine to possess San Pedro. However, prosecutions do occur. For example, an Illinois man was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for possessing multiple kilograms of powdered cactus with the intention of selling. Another example of San Pedro prosecution revolves around a man from South Dakota who was charged for possession of 30 grams of San Pedro. In the city of Oakland, California, voted unanimously to decriminalize all ethanogenic plants containing idealamines, tryptamines, and philanthalamines. This allows adults aged 21 years and older to use them medicinally or for any other reason without fear of criminal punishment. It also specifically decriminalizes, or rather deprioritizes, uh, de I can't pronounce this, pardon me, deprioritizes <laughs> for law enforcement. Their cultivation and distribution. The situation is similar in Australia, New Zealand, the UK, and Germany, as well as many other European countries, except Switzerland, notably which specifically prohibits both San Pedro and Peruvian torch. In Canada, where peyote and only peyote is specifically exempt from the mescaline ban, prosecutors may need to show even stronger evidence of intent than elsewhere. In the Andean countries, for example, Peru, Ecuador, Bolivia, etc., San Pedro is generally legal, even as a psychedelic. Now let's go ahead and talk about peyote. 
Peyote is a Schedule 1 substance because it contains mescaline, just like San Pedro. Substances underneath the Controlled Substances Act, meaning that they have a high potential for abuse, no currently accepted medical use and treatment in the United States, and a lack of accepted safety for use under medical supervision. Therefore, peyote is illegal in the United States. However, peyote use is only legal in the United States for members of the Native American church. Any person who manufactures peyote for or distributes to the Native American church, however, is required to obtain registration annually and to comply with other requirements of the law. In other words, peyote is legal for religious use when applicable. Peyote is illegal in Australia, Brazil, Denmark, France, Germany, India, Ireland, Mexico, Norway, New Zealand, Switzerland, Romania, and Russia. Now, I want to go ahead and conclude this section of the podcast by stating my final thoughts on both San Pedro and Peyote. Um, they're both very interesting. And how so? Well, they're interesting because they have a, a very um, novel history. They, I mean, these, these cacti were used uh, through many civilizations, um, notably the Chavin and within the Andean uh, civilizations. And the, the way that they interact with the body and mind, similarly to LSD, but not LSD, is what makes it kind of interesting to me that's one of the things that brought my attention that's why i wanted to focus a little bit on san pedro and peyote for this podcast episode so with that in mind i wanted to go ahead and jump right in to my interview i'm here with my guest we're here to talk about mescaline my guest has experience with san pedro my guests would like to share their experience let's get right into it it's a pleasure to meet you i know you asked to be anonymous You don't have to share any information about yourself. To begin this interview, I wanted to ask, how did you get San Pedro? (laughs) I'm I'm real honored to be here. Thank thank you for having me. Uh, Well, the truth is I got it from a friend's mom. She was into psychedelics during her day. She started growing cacti and a friend of her offered a piece of San Pedro to grow. She says she's been growing it ever since the beginning of the pandemic. Like I said earlier, she was into psychedelics, and she knew I dabbled with the psychedelics with my closest friend. One day, she asked me if I wanted a piece for myself. I told her straight up, yeah, I would like a piece. She gave it to me. That same night, I planted it. I haven't touched it for a few months, because as you know, it takes some time to grow. It took about somewhere to 6 to 12 months. I didn't know too much about cacti growth. Turns out you need proper nutrients. Anyways. That's how I got my hands on San Pedro. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, for my next question, when did you decide on consuming San Pedro, and why? It's a very good question. I broke off a piece of my San Pedro cactus before 2022 ended. It had to be around New Year's. I tried San Pedro because I was curious about it. I wanted to know how it would feel like for me. I've done LSD before. I've watched and read articles about what to expect from San Pedro. I felt like it was the right time to try San Pedro because I wanted to start the new year as a fresh person. I wanted to let go of my past. Last year wasn't a good year for me. It wasn't my intention for my San Pedro experience. When you took San Pedro, what did it feel like? That's, that's another great question. Well, I had to boil it down. It was a bit tricky because I never processed San Pedro before. I had to make sure there were no thorns, and I needed to make some items, like a pressure cooker to soften it up. Anyways, I made a tea. It was hard for me to digest. My body wasn't used to it. 
I felt this heaviness in my body and I wanted to throw up. I eventually threw up and I felt tired. Would you mind sharing your psychedelic journey? Yeah, sure. So, I remember feeling very happy. Everything looked more sharp and vivid. I felt a little anxiety, but since I've done psychedelics before, I told myself to breathe in and breathe out. Whatever will happen, will happen, and I need to accept that this, uh, whatever I'm feeling, is part of the experience. The visuals uh, started to get more intense. I remember seeing fractals and geometric shapes. It's hard to describe it, but I remember hearing colors. I felt like I wanted to create, so I started to draw. I remember being focused and present in what I was doing. Overall, I was happy. However, uh, I knew I needed to face some issues I wasn't happy with. It felt like a therapy session. I needed to confront some issues within myself and San Pedro helped me realize that the issues I was facing were scary at first, but I knew it wasn't going to last forever. Well, I just want to say thank you for sharing. Uh, you know, that was quite the experience, I bet. Um, what I wanted to ask, uh, would you recommend San Pedro to anyone? That's a very tricky question to, to ask. Uh, let me think about it. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, psychedelic trips can be cool, but from my experience, it can get ugly. Personally, I'd, I'd recommend it. Who knows? San Pedro can help someone out. Well, I, I just want to say, uh, you know, uh, thank you for sharing your story. Uh, I'm glad you were able to come by on the show. I hope you and I can talk again real soon. Well, thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> uh, good luck on your podcast, dude. Well, I wanted to thank this person for coming on the show. It was a bit difficult getting a guest for this particular episode. I wanted to thank you, the listener, for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you like my podcast, be sure to subscribe to From the Earth with Noah Moreno on Podbean. You can also follow the podcast's Twitter page at the Real FTE Show. I'll be uploading new episodes every month on a different psychedelic. Until next time, stay trippy.